Chapter 1 Leading Off Ben I come from a baseball family. I was always swinging a bat, throwing a ball, fielding grounders, or catching flies growing up. Since my father, Tom Zobrist, had played a lot of baseball when he was younger and loved the game, he put a neon yellow plastic bat into my grubby hands as soon as I could stand on my own two feet. He loves telling anyone who will listen that the first time I took BP, batting practice, was in our living room. I was two years old, swinging my plastic bat at a plum-sized plastic ball he underhanded from several feet away. It didn't take long for me to get the hang of connecting the skinny bat with the gently pitched ball. I loved knocking that white orb around the living room, spraying the ball to all fields. Dad got a kick out of me connecting with his toss-ups, until the time I knocked over a lamp. That's when Mom announced that we had to move batting practice to the backyard. We were living in Kansas City, Missouri at the time, while Dad was attending Calvary Bible College and preparing to become a church pastor. I was the second of what would become five children and his first son. In the backyard of our modest rental, he positioned me so that I could hit for the fences, the back of the house. If I hit the wiffle ball onto the roof, I made a home run. At age four, there was nothing more fun than hitting the plastic ball high up on the roof and watching it dribble back toward us. A lot of the seminary students were fathers of young children, so Dad never had a problem putting a backyard game together. He'd be the pitcher for both teams and the umpire, keeping the game organized and moving along. In the summer, we never wanted to go in for dinner and begged him for one more at-bat. I played other sports besides baseball growing up. I liked kicking goals on the soccer field, shooting baskets in the driveway, and catching long passes in touch football. Even if I was playing pickup games with my friends, I loved competition and always had to win, which got me into trouble one time. We had moved to Eureka, Illinois, population 5,000, the summer before I started first grade. That year, I can remember waiting for the lunch bell to ring at Davenport Elementary School. In less than a minute, we were expected to line up alphabetically and slowly walk to the boys' and girls' bathrooms, where we would wash our hands before we could go to the cafeteria for lunch. With a last name like Zobrist, I was always last, although there were times when they reversed things and I got to be first in line. On this particular day, I had to line up last after the lunch bell rang. The girl in front of me, Mandy Yoder, wasn't keeping up as we inched forward. Couldn't she see that we were losing ground? I had ants in my pants. I couldn't be the last to lunch. When we got close enough to the boys' bathroom, I spotted my chance. I broke for the door, pushing my way past Slowpoke Mandy. Maybe I knocked her over. Once I got inside the restroom, I could make up ground since no teachers were around. I jostled and elbowed my way past several classmates to one of the sinks, where I quickly dabbed my hands under the faucet and wiped my hands on my shirt. 
I hustled out to the hallway with several classmates. We knew not to sprint because there was a no-running policy in school hallways. That didn't stop us from speedwalking, though. I was working my arms like an Olympian when my teacher stopped me. Young man, I saw you knock over Mandy, Miss Lemon said. I'm giving you a referral. I had never gotten a referral before, but it didn't sound good. The next day, the bell rung at the end of school, and I was surprised when my parents walked into the classroom. For some reason, I knew I was in trouble. Dad spoke first. Ben, Miss Lemon tells me that you were pushing kids so that you could beat them to the bathroom and get to the cafeteria before anyone else. I lowered my head. I didn't know what to say. He and Mom looked really...